Hey everybody, how you doing? And welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. I am your host, Haim Roche. And as always, it's an honor to be with my greatness tribe and have these conversations. Um, just got finished working out. For those that are viewing this and you're seeing me, uh, just got finished working out. And as I was uh, doing my exercise, I was thinking about the conversation that we had on our last podcast, talking about this context of the system that we have in our lives and different things that we have in our lives and these systematic pieces. And we started off that the thing that uh, is a very vital, important part of systems is the way that we think. And so I want to do this. I want to, I want to kind of talk about, I'm going to give us these definitions again, so we can all be on the same page, but I, I want to kind of dive into it a little bit deeper on this conversation, because through that last conversation that we had, um, I was able to talk to some people and I realized how powerful this thought process is, how how important it is for when we want to have a changed life. I was listening to something that uh, Bishop Jakes said, and he made this statement. If we want our lives to change, we have to change our thinking. And so that helps us to realize and understand that the that the way that we are thinking in the context of this system and in our lives is vitally important. So here it is. This is what a system is, and this is how it also ties into this context of how we think. A system is a group of interconnected parts that work together to achieve a common goal or a purpose. Our thinking plays a crucial part in any system as it influences the decisions and actions we take within that system. So one of the things that I thought about, because um, we use this scripture context out of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 23, verses 7, where it makes the statement, for as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Um, and we use this also, this quote from Buddha, which says, what we think we become. So as I was having these dialogues and these conversations with different various of people uh, throughout this time frame, one of the things that I recognized was there's a combination of things that we deal with when it comes to our thinking. So I believe that our thought process, as it dictates who we become, as Buddha says, what we think we become, as it dictates what we become because it influences the decisions and the actions that we take, here it is, it also influences what is gravitated to us. Look, like for example, have you ever been in a relationship? I mean, uh, you might have had some good ones, uh, you might have had some bad ones, you might have had some confused ones, so just, just different type of relationships, right? And what you realize is as you develop your thought process, as you developed as an individual, right? The type of people changed. So for example, you didn't get the same type of people that you were dating in junior high that you might've gotten after you graduated high school. The, the reason why is because there's a certain thought process that you had when you were in junior high versus how you were thinking when you graduated high school. There, there, there might have been a different type of thought that you had when it came to the individual, the type of person that you were, um, the type of things that you want to do to achieve, 
the type of relationships that you want. Um, th there was a certain thought process that you started to have that changed. The dynamics changed, but it started with how you thought about you. So for example, if you thought that it was okay for you to be abused, and, and what I mean by abused, you, you were, it's okay for people to talk about you or take advantage of you um, because the way that you think about that or the way that you looked at it or viewed that was a different way. You didn't view it as people taking advantage of you. So you didn't see it that way. So the thought that you had towards that was, you know, they're protecting me. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're looking out for my best interest, you know, like different contexts like that. They're not taking advantage of me. It's just, they're, they're doing this and this for these purposes and reasons. So it was a certain thought process that you had. So the type of relationships, some of the relationship that you might've had because of that type of thought process, you might've had a lot of people that were around you that were calling you friends that were calling you, you know, be, being close to you in some form of sense, but they were doing that because the type of people that gravitated to you in that season of your life were people that were taking advantage of you. But the reason why they were taking advantage of you is because of the way that you thought about you, not per se how you thought about them. So I'm saying this, for example, for, for because of me, right? I always try to use myself as an example in these conversations because I don't want it to come across as if I'm talking about something, one, that I have not experienced, but two, I don't want it to come across as like I'm beating somebody up, you know what I'm saying? Because that's not the heart of it. The heart of it is I want to be able to allow us to be able to see a clear picture so that we can make the right adjustments and the right changes that we need so that our lives can be able to walk in the type of way that we want them to walk. Now, I do realize that everybody's story is not the same, but I do know that the person that I'm speaking to, their story is similar to mine. So there was moments in my life because, which I've talked about this before, because I, I was one of those, I was one raised as a single child, so I wanted to always be around people. Right? I didn't like the context in some sense of being a single child because of the aspect of feeling like you were always alone, right? So because I always had this thought process of being, be, don't want to be alone, don't want to be, you know, where people don't like me and all of these contexts of things and thoughts about myself, even my insecurities and the things that I thought that I was not good at or how I thought, you know, I was, you know, uh, not good enough in certain senses of my life, right? Because as how I thought about myself, there were certain things that I would allow people to do to me. Hear the statement that I'm using. I'm using it intentionally. It was certain things that I was allowing people to do because of the way that I thought about me. Again, it has nothing to do with how I thought about them. It was how I thought about me. I thought that I was not good enough. I thought that I might not have been smart enough. I thought that I might not have been popular enough. I thought that I was not handsome enough. So there were certain thought processes that I had which then moved me into certain behaviors. So like, for example, yes, uh, I was raised as majority of the cousins and family that I had around me, majority of them, I had a few cousins that, that, I, that I was raised with that were older than me. But the majority of my cousins were younger than me. And so I remember that I had a responsibility given by my uncle, I had a responsibility and the responsibility because I was the oldest, 
was to, in some sense, me uh, and my cousins, we were to protect or defend each other, right? So I had this thing that I always wanted to protect my family. I always wanted to protect my cousins. I always wanted to protect my siblings, right? And so I was in this thought process. I've always kind of still been in that thought process. And so even those that I would um, gravitate to that I that became like family, my God sisters, you know, uh, real close friends, those type of things, they became in that same nest. I'm going somewhere, I promise you. So what what I what I did was because I was feeling like I was not good enough in these specific areas, my my temperament, my anger at times, my, you know, that that other part of me at times would rise up, which would then give me a sense of belonging. So I felt that the only way that I was going to be good enough is my my anger or when I got defensive. Right. So. So in those moments, that was the only time that I felt like I was needed was when I was protecting. Hear what I'm saying? I felt that that was the only way that I, the only time that I was needed. So, but what ended up happening in my life is when there's nothing that you are protecting, when there's no one asking for your help, who are you then? So then what ends up happening is life ends up kind of bumping into me. I've kind of end up smacking me in the face. Situations end up coming and smacking me into the face where now what has happened is now how I think about myself now has to change. So what this conversation is to is tonight is to be able to allow us to be able to have a conversation that would probably kind of make you like kind of like tap you a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like like make you think come against your thought process. Like, for example, um, if you think that that the only type of things that you can accomplish are the things that you have accomplished, if that's all you feel like you can do, right? If that's, if that's all you feel like you can achieve is the things that you have achieved at the time right now of your life, then why are you still dreaming? Why do you still have this, this urge within you to be better and to do more? That means that thought process is wrong. So the only way that we're able, one of the ways, not the only, but one of the ways that we're able to start to have a change in our thought process is there has to be certain things that contradict, that, that makes us think about what we're thinking about. And so what I want to do is I want to make you think about what you think about. One, I want you to think about what you think about you. We talked about this last time where, where we're asking the question is, in a nutshell, is what we are thinking about ourselves accurate? Is that actually truthful? That's one piece that I want you to think about. But I also want you to think about is the type of relationships that you have the type of relationships that you want? Hear what I'm saying is the type of relationships that you have, friendships, uh, you know, companions, the, you know, the people that you're connecting with, is those the type of relationships that you want? What do I mean? I'm not talking about going getting no divorce or anything crazy like that. What I'm saying is, 
if where you are is not the relationships, is not the level of relationships that you want, the only way that you're able to do that is you have to change the way you think. But again, one of the ways that you change the way you think is you have to start to think about what you think about. You have to start looking at that context. How do I think about relationships? The scripture gives us so many different combinations of, of, of things that we can be able to look at when it comes to the different types of relationship. Like you have, for example, you have a David and Saul relationship. David is looking for a father figure because his father at home is not real loving and companion and and you know and all of those things for him he's not giving him opportunities he's not he's not showing him the infection he's not a, he's not looking at the the qualities that he has and approving those things so the relationship die the relationship that he's in with Saul is David wants a relationship with Saul as a father but Saul is so intimidated by who David is that he does not want David to walk in his fullness and some of us, because of the way that we have been thinking, we think that that's the only type of relationship I can have. I want this, but they don't like me. <laughs> like they like me to a level. They like me to stay at this level of my life. If I try to agree, you know, um, increase, if I try to live better, if I try to do better, then this relationship, this relationship dynamic is going to change. And I don't want that to change because there is something that I require or want from that relationship. But then you have another relationship using David again. You have David and Jonathan, where you have a, a, a very mutual relationship, both parties looking out for each other, encouraging one another, building one another, pouring into one another, helping each other along the journey and along the way. Is that the type of relationship that you want? We have to be able to think about the relationships that we want, and then we have to also think about the relationships that we have and say to ourselves, the only way that this relationship is going to go to the level that I wanted to go to is I have to start thinking differently. And let's be honest, truly, if you are married, you have to be able to then nudge, you know, pour into, give the wisdom to, give some insight to, help along the way or, or where y'all are walking together in the relationship where both are changing together, growing together, changing the thought of how you want your relationship to be as you continue to grow and grow and grow and grow. So we have to look at what type of relationships do we want? See, for me, um, there's a type of relationship that I want in reference to friendships, right? I don't want a friend that is always competing against me. I used to have that. But that was my thoughts. My thought process was, this is cool though. We just, you know, we, we, we're, we're, we're pushing each other quote unquote. So that, that this competitiveness against each other, we're just pushing each other. That, no, we wasn't because we wasn't growing. So the, where I'm at in my season of life, based upon where my mind is, based upon where I'm trying to go, based upon the, the direction of my life at this point of my life, I don't need a friend. This is the thought, the thinking, I'm thinking about what I'm thinking. The thought for me is, what type of friend do I actually need in this season? What type of friend do I actually want in this season? 
what friends, what type of level of friendship am I looking to acquire or to have that helps me to continue to grow? And with that friend, how can I be able to help them get to where they're trying to get to? See, I have, I have a friend right now that um, I would dare to say is kind of is like a Jonathan and David scenario where we pour into each other, we push each other, we build each other, we correct each other, we love on each other. Uh, you know, we, we, we do all of these different things. We, we speak into each other's lives. We speak into situations in each other's lives, but we're growing together. So there's times where he'll call me and be like, hey man, this is what I'm doing right now. This is where I believe I'm supposed to be, where my, where my direction is, but this is kind of where I'm afraid at here. And this is where my thought process is here. And, and these things, and we'll have dialogue based upon where he's trying to go, what he's thinking at that point of time. We'll have deep dialogue when it comes in reference to that. Why? Because what we're doing is we are sharpening this thought process and making minor adjustments to how we think. So like, for example, there was a time where I was sharing something with him. And um, there, there, I, as I was talking to him about this thing that I wanted to do, um, I, we were talking and I was just really being transparently honest and letting him know like, this is something that I actually, I have in my heart to do, but dude, I just feel so terrified. Like, I don't feel like I can do that. I don't feel like I have the qualifications to do that. I'm not talking about like, okay, I need a degree or something. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying, I don't feel like I have the gifting or the grace or the, the strength or the thought process, the mind, the intellect to be able to make that happen. And because we are the, this again, this is the level of my thought process at the time of how I thought about myself. Because of how I thought about me, the type of friend that I had said, that thought process wrong, because that's not true. You do that easily. The thing that you're afraid to do, Hiram, is what you're doing normally. You've been pouring into me in that type of way for years. So it's not that you can't do it the way that you think you about you says you can't do it. So again, it goes back to this context. Our thinking plays a crucial part in any system as it influences the decisions and actions we take in that system. So because of the way I thought about myself made me not want to do something new, made me not want to walk into the door. You want to know why it was so difficult for me to start this podcast? One of the reasons why it was difficult for me to start this podcast wasn't because I didn't speak to people. I was a youth leader for 12 years. So it's not that I was afraid to talk with people. It, 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 was, it wasn't that I didn't know how to lead a group of people. It wasn't that I didn't know how to be able to put together a context of conversations. It wasn't, it wasn't that at all. The way that I thought about myself was... I wasn't good enough in this field. Who gonna listen to me? And I, and I created a whole picture of why I felt like I could not do this job. <laughs> so what ended up happening is someone had to then have a conversation that contradicted the way I thought that made me think about what I was thinking about. So I'm, I'm gonna say this for you. What if the reason why you haven't moved forward 
It's not because you're not qualified. It's not because you're not skilled. It's not because you're not good enough. It's not because you don't have enough time. It's not because you don't have enough support. It's not because you don't have X, Y, and Z, whatever excuse or things that you have placed within your thought process about yourself. What if the reason why you have not moved forward is because the way you think about yourself has kept you back? So the other thing that I wanted to deal with in that same, this same context, if again, if my thought process is dealing with the decisions that I'm making in the actions, let's deal with the decisions and we're still on this relationship. I don't know why I feel like I need to be on this relationship tonight. But this also says that I make the decision to accept certain people in my life because of how I think about me too. You don't have to say yes to every relationship. There's no written law out here that if somebody says they want to be your friend, you got to say yes. There's no written law. It's not, 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 nothing even in the scriptures that says if someone wants to be your friend, thou must say yes. That's not, that, that, no. Because the Bible says, how can two walk together unless they agree? So if, if I'm making, if I'm about to make a decision to be friends with somebody that is not going in the same direction with me, it's not that we have to have the same thought pattern. It's not even that we're doing the same exact thing. But if we're saying that we're both trying to go after our goals and we're both trying to go forward, we're, we're trying to better ourselves, then yes, me and you might can be able to be friends. If other, if there's certain other things that are compatible with me and certain things that is compatible with you. But there's a decision that I have to make. There are certain things or ways that you have allowed people to treat you. you. It's a decision. You've made a decision to allow these type of people to treat you this type of way, not because of how they are, but because of how you think about you. How do I know that this is true? The Bible talks about a group of individuals, right, uh, that went over... Um, that was going over into uh, spy out this land. They were going to spy out what we call and consider in scripture the promised land. And this group of individuals, they went over to spy out this promised land. They come back with some provisions, with something in their hand showing the evidence of everything that God has said that was going to be over there. And you had a group of individuals that spoke up and said, Listen, man, we can't go over there and conquer that land. I know, I know God said that we're supposed to take over the land. I get it, but we can't go over there. Why? The reason why we can't go over there is because there's some giants over there. Them boys is huge and they're going to eat us up. They're going to take, they're going to devour us. We ain't even going to be able to live over there and survive over there. Where did you get that thought process? How, it's not what you saw that made that assumption. It's not, you didn't go over there and see somebody actually eating somebody up or destroying somebody. You just went over there and you saw that there was giants in the land. You knew that before you went over there though, right? So where did that come from? Oh, this is where it come from. The scripture continues to say that they said, we see ourselves as grasshoppers. And so that's how they see us as well. There was a man I was listening to, he made a statement and a quote, and the quote that he made, or the statement that he made, is that other people see us the way that we see ourselves. 
and how they see us is how they treat us. <laughs> let's, let's clarify. Other people see us the way that we see ourselves. And how they see us is the way they treat us. So the decisions that you have made is not because of the individuals. We have to turn this back and say, this is how I thought about me. But then here's the thing that I want to be able to say before we wrap this up is this as this portion of this conversation, what starts to happen once you start changing your thoughts, once you start changing your thought process, how you think about things, how you think about yourself, which then starts to change how you think about relationships and how you think about money and how you think about jobs, how you think about where you want to go in life, how you think about your future. Let me take a pause here. Let me take a little side pause because I want to say this because I think that this is important. When you start to change your thought process, the way you think about your future changes. Okay, let me let me help you. Real, let me just pull this in there. The reason I can say this clearly is because there was a time that I wasn't thinking about saving. I was just thinking about what I could buy. But at the time, my level of maturity was at that level that that wasn't a part of my thought process. Until I gained a mentor that started to contradict the way I was thinking and made me think about what I was thinking and made a statement that I'm talking to you about right now is the way that we are able to start changing your life, Hiram. I'm just using me because I ain't gonna put your name in here. The way we're gonna have to change this thought process that you have is we have to change what is considered as your mind map. You have mapped out how you are going to function. You have mapped out how relationships are gonna go for the rest of your life. At this point of how you think it, you have mapped out how you are going to allow people to treat you. You have mapped out what type of jobs you're going to get, what type of people you're going to be around, what type of rooms that you're going to be in. You have mapped this out. So the way that we have to change the map is we have to start contradicting the, the way that you think. That's why we have to do what you're seeing every day on these roads is construction. We got to start constructing like demolition, tearing apart some of the way that you thought about these things so that you can be able to create the right map for your life. Because the way Hiram was thinking at that time, if I would have skipped that same thought process, I wouldn't be having no daggone savings for my family. I wouldn't have had no life insurance for my family. I wouldn't have no th certain things set up for my family for, for if anything happened to me. I wouldn't have those things. I didn't. Let me be very clear. When me and my wife first got married, I didn't have a savings account. I was still living in an apartment complex, this nice single, single you know, just one bedroom apartment. No savings, no life insurance. I think my mom had life insurance on me, but I didn't have my own life insurance. Had just started to work at my first real, per se, real job or type of career type job. Not a McDonald's or anything like that. 
So I wasn't, I didn't have a thought process at that point of my life where I was looking at these things. So when, when I started to get, life started to contradict those things and making me think about what I thought about. When life started to do that, my mindset started to develop. I wasn't even reading books. I didn't like reading. I didn't like reading in school. And then my mentors start pushing me to read. Why? Because you got to start changing your thought process. The way you start changing your thought process is you have to start being informed. The way you start being informed is you have to start reading. Looking at things outside of your scope of where you've been living. So I want us to be able to start thinking about, again, what we're thinking about so that we can have the life that we want to have. So I want you to think about, think about how do you think about money now? And how do you want that thought process to change? How do you think about relationships now? And how do you want that thought process to change? The reason why I'm using the thought kind, the statement thought process is because the way that you're thinking again is the way that you have made the decisions and the actions that has given the life that you have had right now. So how you're thinking, how do you think about money? How do you think about relationships? How do you think about your future? How do you think about your friends? How do you think about your job opportunities? If you want to be an entrepreneur, whatever that is, how do you think about your health? How do you think about these things? And is the way that you are currently thinking the way that you want to your life to become? And if you are saying no, which I don't believe it is, I don't believe you don't want your, I don't believe you want your life to stay the way it is now. And if it's not that, if you don't want your life to stay the way it is currently, then the way that you start to change it is you have to change your way of thinking. So that's why every month we're reading a book of the month. It's not just so we can just read and have a good book, book, you know, nice little book and we can talk about it. That's great. But if you're not reading and applying, then there's no purpose for the reading. The reading is so that you can be able to change, see different perspectives, see it a different way. So it can start to kind of like push against the way you've been thinking. So it can change the way you're thinking. So you can start to look at life and be and function in life differently. So let your thoughts change so that your life can change. I, 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 I literally had a whole plan. I do have a plan of what I wanted these different conversations these next couple of weeks to become and be. But I felt like I wanted to have more of a pragmatic, simple conversation with you today so that we can be able to really look at this portion of thinking a different type of way. I'm going to read this definition again and we're going to wrap this up. Our thinking plays a crucial part in any system as it influences the decisions and the actions we take within that system. I want this definition to be so like just ingrained in you so that you can be able to see how the way you're thinking is affecting your life. I love you all. And I want you to be able to live your best life.
and the way you live your best life as we start to change the way we think. I love you. And I'll talk to you next time right here on the Focus on Greatness podcast. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.